we always tend to want to have a backup plan. But the problem with having a backup plan is that if things don't work out, you have something to fall back on. And some people would see that as a positive, but I actually see that as a fucking huge negative. Because if you've got something to fall back on, that means you're not going to go as hard as you possibly can to make things work. Hey, legends. Welcome to another episode of the Interchange Podcast, and I have a great solo episode for you today. I have some really exciting news to share with you all. Now, before we go any further, if you haven't already and you've been enjoying the content, then please, 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 please do me a small favor and just go and hit that subscribe button and also share this with one of your friends. Because remember, the more eyes we can get on this, the more subscribers we have, the bigger and better guests I'm going to be able to bring for you guys. And in turn, the more I'm going to be able to grow this platform to give you as much value as possible. But back to the exciting news. So for anyone that's been following my journey, I started out as a PT about six years ago and I have just given my face-to-face clients six weeks notice to let them know that I will no longer be doing face-to-face personal training. That's huge. So what this means for me is that I'm going all in on personal development and life coaching. So I've got a couple of programs that I'm running that I've been doing really, really, really well with the people I've been working with. And obviously, if that's something you're interested in finding out more about, you know what to do. Shoot me a message, uh, send me an email, something like that. There's a link below where you can actually apply for coaching. But that's not what I want to talk to you about today. So this is a scary thing, okay? Especially getting out of personal training. So this is something that I've done. It's pretty much the only job I've known since I was, well, a drug dealer. (laughs) The other job that I had before that, I did a little bit of carpet laying for my dad on and off, but that was back and forth. And then other than that, the most stable employment I ever had was three years working at McDonald's when I was... 13 to 16. So as you can imagine, this is the most stable job or I guess biggest commitment I've made to working in my entire life. So six years, apart from selling drugs, like I said, but six years being a personal trainer, I started out at Good Life. Um, Things were great there. It was a great foot in the door and I'm so, so grateful for everyone there that gave me uh, the time of day and helped me to develop my skills and also then obviously build my business. Shout out to Jan Pierce. Um, He was the fitness director there who saw something in me and gave me a shot, which um, I wouldn't be where I am today if it wasn't for you, Yarn. So thank you so much. And also thank you to all the other mentors I've had through the fitness industry, FMA, Mark Buckley, Mark Lux, and all you guys really, really appreciate it. But crazy thing, I'm saying goodbye to all of that. And this is something that I struggled with for such a long time because I was like, this is who I am. But the thing is that that's not who I am. I'm not a PT, I'm Ben Lowe. <laughs> and, and I do a lot more than just train people. So there was this part of me that was really scared to stop the personal training side of things. And I actually had a similar experience as well with um, personal training when I was going all in with personal training. So when I first started as a PT, I just walked away from the lifestyle, which was, you know, the party lifestyle, selling drugs, all that sort of stuff, which was easy money. Uh, And then somewhere down the track whilst being a PT, uh, I still managed to find myself flicking a little bit of cocaine here and there. And what this meant for me was that, you know what, if I didn't do too badly, I didn't do too well, sorry, with personal training, I always had the backup plan of, you know, selling a couple of bags on the weekend because I was making anywhere from like, you know, a thousand bucks to a couple of grand every weekend just flicking bags. It was easy, easy money. So if my PT clients weren't paying me all that well, it didn't really matter too much. And this is what it's like having a backup plan. So the relevance to you around this is if there's something that you're looking to start doing, if there's a a new job, a new hobby, a new relationship, a new venture in life, 
we always tend to want to have a backup plan. But the problem with having a backup plan is that if things don't work out, you have something to fall back on. And some people would see that as a positive, but I actually see that as a fucking huge negative. Because if you've got something to fall back on, that means you're not going to go as hard as you possibly can to make things work. And so this is what it was like for me when I was still selling bags. So PT wasn't doing too badly, but my expenses were getting higher and my lifestyle was getting more expensive. And I just came from, I guess, making you know anywhere up to four or five hundred k a week when I was selling ice at the peak of it, to then, you know, making close to a thousand dollars a week as a PT and struggling to pay my bills to the point where I couldn't pay my rent one week, I couldn't pay my gym rent the next week. It was you know struggling for for groceries, struggling for all the things. I was really in a like the the bottom of the bottom when it came to it. This is even after getting out of jail. Financially, financial pressure, I should say, is one of the worst things you'll ever have. And if anyone that is out there struggling financially, you'll know what I'm talking about because it's not a good place to be. So I started to get back into selling bags and that there became my financial security. And so for so long, I was doing this, but I knew that it was just jail on tick. And what that means is that I literally had a sentence waiting for me because if I was to get caught with drugs again with my history, I was looking at a long, long time. Yeah, it doesn't matter how much it was, but due to my history and the stuff that I was going in for, I have like, I think it was, I couldn't even quote, but some stupid amount of pages of criminal history just because of doing dumb shit when I was younger. And so pretty much once you have your your IOMS number, I think it is, I can't remember, um, which is D69731 for me. Um, that's like your locator number as a prisoner. Once you have that number, you've pretty much got a ticket on the bus. And when I say a ticket on the bus, a ticket to jail waiting for you anytime you fuck up. So I knew that it was only a matter of time before I slipped up or someone else told me or something like that happened. Then I was like, I'm going to lose everything that I've worked so hard to create here, which was, you know, being or trying to be a good role model for my son, trying to build a business, trying to have my own empire and trying to be a positive role model for the people around me. It was like there was a big misalignment there because I was still selling bags. And this is the thing, even after I stopped partying because the money was so good, I wasn't actually using the Coke and using it to, I guess you know, as a, as a party thing, it was just a way for me to make extra cash. And even after I stopped taking drugs and stopped drinking piss, I was still selling a bit of Coke here and there, which was once again, a massive misalignment between who I was trying to say I was and what I was actually doing. So if there's a misalignment there, there's going to be something that happens to really pull you back into line, whether it be a jail sentence, getting in trouble with the police, um, you know, having some kind of health scare, Life will throw something at you as a curveball. And I had my my bit of a wake-up call. I'm not going to go too far into that. Anyways, long story short, I knocked the coke on the head. And for me, because I'd always had that as a safety blanket, this is when shit got real scary when it came to business because I was like, oh, I don't have anything to fall back on now. So business has to work. So I got back from my trip in Europe last year and things were a bit dismal when it came to business because I was still pretty fucked up from being overseas. But in saying that, I was struggling really hard and I was like, I don't want to struggle like this ever again. So when I did start to get a taste of what it felt like to be, again, successful within business, within the PT industry, I wanted to hold on to that and I wanted to run. And there was not one part of me that wanted to ever fall back on anything else because as soon as I got that glimpse of what it could be like for me if I was to go 100% in on business, it got me so excited. So once again, the lesson in this is don't have anything to fall back on. Don't have a fucking backup plan. Once you go all in on something, you go all in on it and there's either gonna, it's either going to work or it's not. 
But the thing is, if you've got the mindset and if you've got uh, something that actually is worthwhile going hard on, it doesn't matter how many times you fail because there's no such thing as a failure unless you give up. All you do is learn ways that things don't work. Simple as that. Now, I had been away from all that side of things and only just focusing on the personal training and the coaching business for about eight, nine months. And I started to feel a lack of fulfillment because I was like, okay, cool. This is where I want to be, but I feel like I've fulfilled everything I needed to fulfill within this area of coaching, which was just around fitness. And then I took a look at my story and I'm like, man, I could be doing so much more than just doing you know, training programs and meal plans and things like that for people. And this is when I started to have this thought to branch out more into the personal development side of things because I was doing a lot of this anyway and I always had a high need to want to help people. Um, so to contribute in some which way, I didn't know what that looked like. So beginning of this year, I rebranded from into fit, which was obviously purely fitness, to interchange. And I was still teetering on the edge, just going, okay, well, I can do fitness, I can do the personal development. And once again, it comes back to me being scared of failure. What happens if the personal development stuff doesn't work out for me? What happens if that doesn't happen? Then I've always got the personal training to fall back on. And this is another thing. This is probably why I'm actually making this video for you guys because if there's anyone out there that wanted to work with me and they want to do it on a fitness, um, as a fitness coach, now you know that that's not what I'm doing any longer. And I've actually made that pretty apparent with a lot of people I've been speaking to in recent conversations I've been having. But anyways, back to what we're saying about that. So because now I've said, okay, I'm not doing fitness. I've got six weeks of working with uh, fitness clients, but anyone that has already been working with me just in the fitness area, I'm still happy to keep coaching. I won't be taking on any more fitness, or purely fitness uh, coaching clients. By me saying this and by me going hard on this, it means that the personal development stuff has to work. And so far from what I've seen, it's been working pretty well. I've been getting some amazing results with the people I've been working with. But not only that, I found that fulfillment again. I feel like I'm literally living my purpose every day. So sometimes, you know, getting out of the comfort zone is what needs to happen for you to grow. Well, not sometimes, all the time. But sometimes you just need to really step out of that comfort zone and take a leap of faith. Because the thing is, even if things don't work out, they always will eventually if you apply yourself. Whereas if you have that backup plan or you have that thing to fall back on, then you're always going to be in the back of your head thinking, well, it doesn't matter if this doesn't work out because I've always got something else I can go back to. So I was listening to a, I'm pretty sure it was a high school graduation speech that Denzel Washington did, or it might have been Les Brown. I can't quote uh, for exactly who it was, but they said, if you've got a backup plan, you've always got something to fall back on. So instead of falling back, fall forward. Fall forward. Take that step because even though it's uncomfortable and even though things might not work out exactly how you had planned, now you know how things don't work. So you'll start to find the ways that things do. And that's all it's about. In life, if you've got big dreams, big goals, big aspirations, so big that your friends tell you you're crazy, you're probably dreaming to the right level. But the thing is, if you want to take action on those, you need to go 100% in on them, which is what I'm doing now with my personal development world, with uh, my personal development journey and also my personal development coaching, I should say. That's the thing. If you've got something to fall back on, then you're always going to have that in the back of your head and you're never going to go 100% on everything. You're going to be procrastinating. You're going to be lazy. You're probably going to do things and then take your foot off the gas. But if you haven't got that backup plan and there's a little bit of scarcity there, you're going to go fucking hard. But then when you are in abundance, 
you can channel that energy to continue to grow your business, to continue to grow your goal, to continue to grow your dreams into something beautiful, which is exactly what I'm doing now. So I just wanted to share a massive win with you guys, which was obviously me stepping away from the fitness coaching, but also share the, the journey and the message that I've gotten out of this whole journey so far because six years is a long time to be doing something to then just go, okay, I'm not doing that any longer. And it's a fucking scary thing. But generally, on the other side of the things that scare you is where all the best things in life happen. And I've said that time and time again, and I'll continue to say it because I feel that within my bones, within my heart, within my soul, if you want to get to where you want to go, you need to do something different to what you've already done, and you need to get comfortable being uncomfortable because what will happen is you get stuck in the comfort zone. And even though where you are right now, let's just say you're down the track, you're out of the comfort zone now, but you'll be back in the comfort zone then because you've been doing the same thing for a long time. You need to continue to challenge yourself. You need to continue to challenge the status quo and step out of that comfort zone and do the things that might be seen as scary for other people or scary for you even. But by doing those things, it's going to help you to, to continue to grow through life and continue to move forward towards whatever that big goal that you have is. So guys, thanks for allowing me to share my big win with you and uh, watch this space because I have some fucking big things coming. Big, big things. Legends, I'll see you on the next episode.